They've been celebrating. They've been they've been celebrating. Do you think they still carry the trophy around? Some of them are. Uh, some of them were off doing the dilly ding. Some of them were off doing the dilly dong. <laughs> I can't mean, expect them to be so dirty. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby, Brian Chesko. This season has begun. begun. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. We watched 10 matches this past weekend. We've had 10 real life matches. Did we watch 10? Uh, you know, we we, we saw oh. highlights of 10. I watched most of them. You were very active this weekend. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Very some, of us, some of us had to be because some of us love the Olympics a little too much. An- yep. Annoyingly active. Mm. <laughs> Wait, in, to in, be clear. In both of your faces. <laughs> the annoyingly active was for Dave and the Listen, absentee I knew, was for me. I knew there was moments where you two weren't <laughs> watching and no. so I was keeping you up to date on the happenings you were. of mm-hmm. what was going on. You did a good job with that. I mean, I tried. I tried. Yeah, there definitely. will always be times where I might be able to make it or or not, mm-hmm. and you and we, so on. We, Aren't you going to welcome me back? <laughs> I was hoping we didn't have to do that. Oh, wait, oh, wait, you, you left. Yeah, I was gone. Oh, Brian, welcome back. All right. Hey, Thanks. Brian. Brian. Thanks, if man. You could, if, listen, real quick. <laughs> if you could sum up the beach, oh. like with with family and kids and and sand. And eating and naps. Like, how could you, if you could encapsulate the beach in one sentence phrase, how, how would you do it? I'd say going to the beach is barely worth it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fun. It's tougher with younger kids. Yeah. Because there's sand everywhere. Like, they're tired, sunburns, yeah. suntan lotion. And I, I get that it's most of life is like this, but sure, it's it's a constant preparation for what you're doing next. <laughs> you're always preparing for what's next, right? You're always like, thinking. You always have to be thinking a minimum of two hours <laughs> ahead of whatever you're doing at the current moment. Are you ever able to enjoy what you're actually in? Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally <laughs> you are, but you really have to be, especially with kids less than ten. With new, with many kids less than ten, <laughs> right, right, you sure. have to do that a lot. Well, so, I, I get it. I totally yeah, get it was it. it was nice. Nice. Okay. Well, listen, from Scott and I, yes, officially, welcome back. Welcome thanks, back. Thanks so Will much. You, this show is not the same without you. No, we it, learned that last week. So the listenership was definitely down <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Once we announced it, it was just me and Scott. I don't know. About that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, trust me. Yeah, no, no question. But hey, you got back just in time for the start of the season. We're yeah. going to talk about the first 10 matches of the year. Back to our usual format. We'll go through each of the matches. We'll discuss the, the things that we enjoyed about each match, but then focus on the fantasy implications of each one. Make sure that we uh, get in some of our best segments as we get back into the start of the season. Dave's returning with his Arsenal moment. I am really excited to hear this week's why Arsenal would, moment. Why would you want to hear that, Scott? I, you know, I, I, I couldn't... I, I don't know. It's just a feeling, just a hunch I have, kind of like that four-two hunch that almost came true. 
Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, I'm giving out an honorary fantasy half point today. Sure, that's uh, always I'll fun. I'll announce who that's going to when we get to it. Uh, so we'll get to that. But we're going to go through the matches one by one. We hope you enjoy it, and uh, we hope that it helps you with your fantasy soccer lineup next week as we head into match week two. The season's just getting started. Oh, so good. Oh, it's great. Matches are over. Matches are coming up. There's matches tonight in Champions League. This is so good. Yeah. All right, to the matches, gentlemen. First, Hull City, two. Leicester, one. The champions losing their opening match for the first time ever in the Premier League. If you are going to start, like we, I feel like the uh, build up to this season has already been immense with manager signings, with player signings, with some teams not signing players. Some teams don't have managers. <laughs> And to have the the champs on the first game, the first the kickoff inaugural game, inaugural probably isn't the right word, but whatever, kickoff game of the mm, season. It works. Leicester City, the much hyped Leicester City, the Leicester City that was like the greatest sports story ever last year. Leicester Legitimately, City, yes. Mm-hmm. Playing a promoted side in Hull City. Like the Premier League can't give you like a better opening game if you're Leicester City. Unless you're playing it at home. But listen, they're playing against a promoted team, a promoted team without a manager, a promoted team without a signing, <laughs> 13 senior players available. And Scott, what happened? Hall City won. They won? They won. Come on. Hall City won. It was stunning. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's funny. As I was as I was watching this, I was thinking, you know, the, the Premier League really tried to keep that record going. They did everything they could short of putting the match in Leicester. What? Yeah. <laughs> to, That's to the only that thing going. that they <laughs> that they could they couldn't have stacked the deck right. more. Much more than they did. For Leicester to get an opening win. Yeah, it was a rough one for Leicester City. Uh, Hall's goals uh, scored by Diamande and Snodgrass. Who, who would have thought Robert Snodgrass would be in the top five fantasy scorers after week one? But Listen, weird stuff happens. I tell you what, though, and maybe this is a little bit teaser. Someone's on my team now. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. Listen, that's, Snodgrass, that's quite the reaction. Snodgrass looked re- well. I had a bench player I could get rid of, but Snodgrass looked really good. Mm-hmm. And for the price he was at, he was um, he replaced a player on my team who hadn't played yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a bench player. I thought he would. I was taking a kind of a chance on him. Do you think that you might be? Uh, living in the present a little too much, a little, little too early on home. Absolutely, is your, very is good. It, Listen, do you think and, that it's driven? We'll get... It's driven too much by your weird hatred of Leicester City. <laughs> your the 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 like divergent pathways of your sure love of the result. Yeah, your and your viewing of that of of Snodgrass and that name. And every time you think Snodgrass, you think that's so hilarious. First and of then all, he yeah. helped beat Leicester, who I hate. Listen, there's so much truth in what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know how much that guy. is there. Snodgrass, amazing name, right? Drinkwater, Snodgrass, amazing, amazing names. So I'll say this, Brian, you're right. There might be some truth in that. And Scott, I think you're probably right too. Is this overreaction Tuesday, Monday, however we, you know, we want to call it? There's a lot of stuff to overreact to and or not react to. And it's tough to tell. I, I can't seem to make... Heads or tails or whatever, but 
I'll say this. What I did see of him, free kicks, corners, shots outside the goal. He's lucky he didn't get two or three goals. Um, unlucky. He, unlucky. Unlucky not yeah. to. Yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he – and so it wasn't just that he scored because the goal he had, it kind of fell in his lap. Mm-hmm. But it was the other chances that I think I was more impressed with. And at 5.5 billion pounds, as mm-hmm. Brian would say, <laughs> I th- and he's a starter, and he's like a captain of their team for yeah, the most Yeah, he's going to be in their lineup. He, yeah. He's going to be. And, well, right now, any whole player is probably going to be in their lineup because they only <laughs> yeah. have 13 players. <laughs> so, no, so anyway, so too much about Snodgrass already, right? Yeah. He's on the all-name team, though. Here's my thing with Lester, Brian. Getting back to your, your point a second ago. Yeah. Were they awesome last year? No doubt. I have felt like their hype, I felt like it was the perfect storm. Listen, let's embrace it for what it was. It was one of the greatest sports stories in history. But those stories don't last forever. They're a story. The book closes. They don't have an encyclopedia. This is not like a Harry Potter series where there's book after book after book after book. <laughs> Of awesome stories, their story was a one story thing. I hope J.K. Rowling wrote, writes a series of <laughs> Leicester City related stories. I could easily see that happen. That would be amazing. Yeah, it definitely could happen. But that's my point. Bottom line is, I think there's a lot of hype, a lot of Leicester fans that you hear a lot of noise from, like 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 it's going to keep happening. And my thing has always been. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from them last year, but don't think that's just going to turn around and turn into this year. Yeah. And as I'm watching this result, I'm thinking that, and I'm thinking maybe I was right. Three quick observations about and slash questions about Leicester City. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, Mares gets the goal on a penalty kick, so even though he had a rough first half in had, real life. He had a rough game. Yeah, we can give him that. It in fact, was, well, go ahead. There was still fantasy value there because they – had him take the penalty kick. He got the PK. Now, he he had the PK privileges last year. He missed two in a row, and then Vardy took him over. But Marez on clips of him in the game, and they broke this down. Wow. Yeah, NBC did a good job of highlighting how out of position he was and how poor his passing was. Yeah. yeah. They nailed it. Yep. He was not good. Yeah. Didn't reflect but as who, much. But who was? Well, that's a great question. Snodgrass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, exactly. for, for Lester. Vardy, uh, like yeah. you said, Dave, Vardy whiffed. Vardy Which whiffed. leads to my yeah, other observations. Vardy and Musa didn't link up well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's interesting. You know, Musa looks like a guy who's going to have a lot of raw talent, has a lot of raw talent, doesn't have the polish. Uh, I would a couple agree of those with passes that. to Vardy. I mean, he made it really hard for Vardy. Uh, a polished pass in a couple of those instances would have led to Vardy goals very easily. Not to put it all on Musa, but. Sure. That was definitely the case. He made it harder for Vardy than it needed to be. And at the back, my other question is, Robert Huth, will his return after this match now make that defense look like last year's defense? Or are we going to be looking at what we saw this past weekend in defense? I don't know that Robert Huth makes a ton of difference to Luis Hernandez. I don't think Luis Hernandez was the problem. I don't know what the problem was. The problem might have been the fact that N'Golo Conte, Brian, wasn't on the field. Claudio said they just didn't play like a team. That it was just rusty, out of sync. What have they been doing in the preseason? They've been celebrating. They've been been celebrating. Do you think they still carry the trophy around? Some of them them were off doing the dilly-ding. Some of them were off (laughs) doing the (laughs) dilly-dong. 
I can't expect them to be dirty. You can't expect. (laughs) I think you can't expect them all to be getting mentally prepared for their title defense. I think you're right, Brian. That's what it felt like watching it. It felt like there was a lot of dilly dinging and donging going on. I like reversing it for the bad. Sorry, dongy dill. Sorry, dingy dill. I, I ruined it. I ruined it. No, I like going backwards. With it. I think it's a, a funny way of reversing. It. So, to your point, Scott. Yeah. Lester defenders last year very good. Barty last year very good. Right. Mares last year scoring very good. Very the good. Best. Yeah. And let me tell you what wasn't there for defenders. They had their defenders. Their highest scoring defender scored one. Mm-hmm. Their wow. defenders tell, either yeah, Simpson. Tell, tell me about Simpson it. and Fuchs had zero. Mm. Okay, Fuchs, yeah, both yellow cards. Yeah, yeah. Or so else you at least get one. From yeah. That. So, Crazy. anyways, the PK bailed out Mars to score. Otherwise, exactly. And listen, Lester didn't have a ton of chances. Anyways, we probably we'll, we'll, no. This is good, and we but, have to we have to focus on this. But at the very least, you still got five shots from Mars. Two on target. You still got the PK from him. Yep. You still got four of the his five shots taken inside Hall's penalty area. Okay. So you still got a lot of attacking okay. Mares. So that's as good as that's a silver lining. That's as good as you got from anybody. Vardy still scoreless versus Hall City. One of the only teams in the, he hasn't that scored. he hasn't scored against. That's weird. He only had yeah. two shots, one blocked. The other one was not on target. Right. He has been transferred out of lineups over 40,000 times. Wow. Since the end. So of people it. saw it. Yes. And are ripping him out of lineups. Yes. Hmm. Which you, once you get on with the matches, with the rest of the matches, it's it's the other people that There's are cheaper guys, than him. Correct. Yeah. You get the, guys who are, I'm sure everyone are much quicker to yeah. jump on. Real quick, and we need to move on. We have not mentioned this. Hall City's first goal. That puts them up one nothing. Mm-hmm. Double rainbow all the, the way. Yeah. Double bicycle kick. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? Uh, Two offensive players double bike it at the same time, and the scorekeepers don't know. They actually gave it to the guy who didn't claim it. Yeah. The guy that maybe a few more people had in their lineup. Abel Hernandez yeah. and Diamande mm-hmm. both biked it at the same time. It's crazy. Amazing. I mean, I'm telling you, you add that on top of everything else we've already talked about. True. Buy a t-shirt of it. I think what might end up happening is, you know, last year when you're first in the table, you're going to play a lot more guys. Just naturally, there's if you're first in the table, there's probably a lot more guys in that club that are worthy of playing in fantasy. The entire defense, uh, mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy, Rian Mares, Casper Schmeichel, all these guys were worthy fantasy plays because they were all good. The club was good. They were first place in the table. You're going to see, we've already narrowed down their, their viable options after one week mm-hmm. to what you would expect from a mid-table club. We'll see if that actually happens, but that—I mean—if that's the case, that sounds like that's what we're doing. So we're we're simply changing our assessment of Leicester players based on where we think they're going to end up in the table after one match. Hall, yeah. Hall goes to Swansea next. Leicester home to Arsenal. Mm. Another big one. Not yeah. a good Can't one. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Not a good one to follow up your disappointment with. I don't think. Not for Leicester. It's disappointment on disappointment. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Everton, one. Tottenham, one. The goals in this one from somewhat predictable sources, perhaps, in the midfield. Uh, Everton's goal coming from Ross Barkley. Good start to the season for him. And Spurs. The luckiest free kick ever. <laughs> and I'll Spurs, say so. Eric Lamella. 
Hey, listen, which one of you two started Barkley this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. Two um, thumbs pointing at this guy. You weren't asking yourself. <laughs> you were asking <laughs> which one of you. I was. It was just an understood ask. Yeah, I understand. This was a fun game to watch. It, it was fun. I think it was the best. You 10 watched o'clock. this one. I did watch this one. I thought this was the best, best no ten o'clock game no uh, available. Yep. I was a little underwhelmed by Tottenham. Hmm. I expected a little bit more. I hope my. I don't have hopes, but my expectations for Tottenham coming into this season on the heels of last season, um, it they was lacking. Harry Kane was like invisible. Yeah, he was touches. He Zero was touches shots. Yeah. Not one shot created one chance. And he might not he might as well really not much have been out there. This coming from a team who supposedly lost their best defender in John Stones. Hmm. In Jack Yelka and Funes no. Mori. Everton's good. They're really good. They're gonna be a really good club. And and Ashley Williams, when he comes into that lineup, is gonna help a lot of fantasy lineups, namely mine. Mm. Uh, but he's also going to help Everton out quite a bit. It's and it's going to be a really good year. They for didn't Everton. even look like they needed help. And I Lu- know. And Lukaku's not going anywhere. At- even if he does, I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. It's looking less and less likely, even though Chelsea is still going after him. He, he Lukaku's probably going to end up being the biggest story we follow on on the thirty uh, first of August or whatever the day is that the window closes. Is it the first thirty first? Doesn't matter. It's the thirty first, I believe. Um, that's going to be the biggest story. We'll see if he does end up moving. But uh, you know, Everton, they they looked they looked really good. They had a good start. This game had the last two Southampton managers in it. I thought it was kind of interesting. Pochettino and Kuman. Right? It's interesting. Yeah. And they both moved Fun on. Fact. Both kind of stair stepped their way from Southampton both to probably, bigger and brighter fields. Both, yeah, I was gonna say both probably yeah. finish higher than Southampton this year in the table. Maybe, maybe. The biggest news out of this match, I think, was the injury to Hugo Lloris. Uh, he came weird. off after about thirty-five minutes with a hamstring injury. Very weird. Uh, it remains to be seen how long he'll be out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't, haven't seen or heard anything. I know. Ramsey in the Arsenal game, of course, you guys will know that I'm referencing a homer team. Um, he did a little hamstring thing as well and is out for two to three weeks, so they're saying at least a month. So Lloris might be out for a month, and that is someone who's in one of my fantasy lineups and probably many other people's fantasy lineups. I would guess. Vorm? Michel Vorm. Michel Vorm. Are you buying Vorm? Um, I think there's other, there's other starting keepers and other clubs to buy before you buy him on a short-term basis. Um, but yeah, but well, uh, he's not a terrible keeper. I think Brian's point is, if 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 the ownership of Lloris was very high and people are high on Tottenham's defense, mm-hmm. why not keep Vorm? Yeah, that's certainly an option. Certainly an I'm option. Surprised, Lloris is owned for fantasy Premier League is eight point one percent ownership. It does seem a little low. I just think he's going to be out in the short term enough that you put him on your bench and you go with the other goalkeeper. I really don't think you need to replace him at this point. If you yeah. get one transfer a week yeah. at PremierLeague.com, you, there's no reason to use it on Larice if you don't have to. He's going to come back in a few weeks in all likelihood. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially you know, if Ramsey's two to three, this this hamstring, right. even if he's out two to three weeks, if Ben Foster's I mean, your backup, it wasn't play like Foster. You would have had to have Larice and Jack Butlin or something. Exactly. What's, what's weird to me in... You know, we need to have a professional athlete on to tell us about this. Yeah. But he just kind of, like, he jogged off the field like there was nothing wrong. Almost like he just had to take a bathroom break, Brian. 
Hmm. Like for a hamstring had, injury, you would expect something more. Just kind of like oh, like hey guys, like hey over here, kind of yeah, maybe let have a little pinch back there. I mean, mm-hmm. What was that? Yeah, it's him knowing his body. These guys know their bodies better than anything else. But I mean, he's a goalkeeper. It's not like he's doing sprints with his hamstring. I don't know, man. Everton's attack was was solid. It's soft, man. <laughs> well, your the the voice you gave him was correct. Maybe yeah. it wasn't. Maybe my yeah. That's your French accent. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, maybe it wasn't soft enough, Brian. Yeah. I, I grief, man. <laughs> Either way, there's a lot of different options you can go with. Uh, you know, obviously, you mentioned Jack Butland, another key goalkeeper injury for fantasy. There are other goalkeepers out there, but again, wait and see how long he's going to be out. He's supposed to be assessed today. We should get the news. By the time you hear this pod, you should know how long he's out. There's a good chance you can just keep him on your bench for a couple of weeks. A couple other things I noted real quick, and we need to move on because we have so much to get to. Yeah. Scott's number one fantasy midfielder, Brian Erickson. Yeah, I saw that. What'd he do? Not much. None of the none of the main the big three for, for Tottenham did anything. No. Let's not overreact. No, that's what they had a bad exactly. start to the match and or bad start of the season, still got a point. But of the three of those three characters, Erickson was the most aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Ali had right. one shot. Kane zero. No, no, you, I, Erickson I had totally agree. A four or something like yeah. that. No, no, no. Yeah, so. good chance on a free kick. Yeah, I was gonna say he's always yep. gonna be. Yeah, he's dangerous. always dangerous on yeah. the free kicks. Absolutely. I also noticed this, Brian. The announcers, one of one of our our favorite uh, how to say's, Idrissa Ghana Gaya. Yeah. Right. That Great guy. match. They they call. He, yeah. Great he, match. He was he was Everton's best player in the field. He yeah. was their N'Golo Kante. Man of the match, um, BBC's man of the he match. He was he was fantastic, but they kept saying Idrissa Gay, mm-hmm. not Gay Ah. Mm. Yeah, Brian, don't aggressively go after Brian. some announcer. <laughs> you know, you know what really annoys me is when, when we have to continue to teach the world how to pronounce certain names. I don't get it. Well, with just a little bit of research. The, the world has the right to be wrong. You're right. That's fair. Probably one of the more fair things you've ever said. Also one of the more politically correct things he's ever said. As he is more than I. Too bad about Larissa's injury because they get to play at home against Crystal Palace next week. And given pa- uh, Palace's form in their first match, something we'll get to here shortly. Or the um, year. Vorm could be. <laughs> Vorm could be. Maybe decent play if you're looking at it from a team perspective. If, if sure, there's a possibility there for another clean sheet for Tottenham. Sure. It, it remains to be seen. Let's wait and see on Lloris. He could be back in the goal. Who knows? And Everton might be in for another one-one or this one-nil. A, I think we're going to match look, at West Brom next week. <laughs> possibly, I think we're going to look back on this match later in the year and say that was a good result for Spurs to draw at Everton. Really, I do. Okay. Uh, listen, I think Everton's going to be good too, but that that's, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. Middlesbrough, one. Stoke, one. Another good result for a newly promoted side. Alvaro Negredo, guy that got some attention in our top uh, 10 striker, t- top 10, top 20? I don't know. What, what do we yeah. do? I forget already. We did a top 20. Top 20 strikers. strikers. Okay. He was in, I think, all three of our lists are pretty close to it. Deep, uh, deep down there. Scored. A goal, and then for Stoke, Shakiri with a nice, nice Shakiri goal. Shakiri with another free kick, man. Yeah, 
That guy is dangerous. People are buying Negredo a lot. Not as much as they're buying somebody else who we'll talk about later, but he is one of the most transferred Negredo in players. Point, I'm not I'm not willing to go that far. Yet. As 40,000 people run away from Jamie Vardy, they're all running to Negredo. That's 50, a mistake. That's foolish. 53,000 yeah. transfers in. That is that's more than, that's overreaction. More than <laughs> any other forward. Now, I agree. Uh, although, although they are saving at least three billion dollars, probably from going from Vardy Negredo. Yeah, 6. you're saving 5. three and a half billion. Yeah, that's a, right. that's a ton of money. Ton now, of money. assuming that you might get the same production. Now, nope. The Middlesbrough game. <laughs> nope. Well, that's my in the answer. short term. In the short term, sure. right? I'm not saying for the season. I'm saying, I don't know. Maybe over the next five weeks, Vardy and Negredo give you this same amount of production or close to it. Then or, it's worth or, it. Or will yeah. Vardy's will Vardy significantly increase his production over the next three or four weeks to make it worth it? Mm-hmm. I mean, if Negredo gets one more goal in the next two or three games and Vardy only gets one goal in the next two or three games, the money that you're saving there could be yeah. could be significant. You're right. Um, listen, Middlesbrough was a ton of fun to watch. Yes. They really, really were. They got a player guest on Ramirez. Yes. Who assisted Negredo's goal. Who... That guy was everywhere. Yes. In fact, at five point five, he had he had scored four four fancy points in the game. But at five point five, that guy, that guy is worth adding to like your fifth midfielder or something. That guy's worth adding. Absolutely. Middlesbrough was very, very active going forward. I think they're gonna be a challenging team to play when they're at home. And I think you're gonna see a lot of Steep home away splits. I yeah, think. Okay. I think that's sure. going to be well, the another, type of club these guys are. True. Uh, so I think you're going to see better production from Negredo and Ramirez and others. But like we talked about this earlier in the summer, Middlesbrough spent some money. Ten signings. Yeah, I mean they spent some Four money to played. stay up, yeah. and it Four might started. it might take a little while for things to gel. But man, they were so active going forward. I see them being in terms of where they are in the table and their results. I see that I see them having the possibility of being like a Bournemouth where they start out a little bit hot, sure. end up settling down pretty low in the table, I but once they're safe, yeah. So, you know, and we had plenty of Bournemouth players to discuss last year in fantasy, mm-hmm. so we could easily see that happen with Middlesbrough. They were the most active by far among the three promoted clubs. They were really the only active of the three promoted clubs in the transfer market. Signing. And Burnley just now making their first. So, yeah, 10 signings is a, it's a massive number. That's a challenge of its own. But they responded well, I thought, their first match getting a good point here um and then shakiri uh, well first of all negredo i i think i think it is overreacting to jump on the negredo sure. train but you're right if he gives you the same production vardy does at the cheaper much cheaper cost hey it's it's definitely worth it from a value perspective i'm not buying yet that's not my buy sell this week but with that said shakiri are we buying him too or is this just one of those random hey he had a great goal that he does every it was a great Every goal. quarter of the year or so. Well, Scott, I mean, Brian, well, this is for Scott. Brian, mm-hmm. you and I, I think we felt like, because we discussed this during the Euros, is Shakiri going to be just a big name that's not going to produce? Or this is Scott's question to us, or is he going to produce? And I think earlier in the summer, you and I thought Shakiri is not just a big name. He will produce. Yeah, when he's out there. When he's out there. That was, I think... 
either mine or your point, he does seem to, like every third game, seem to be injured. Mm-hmm. His, his legs are too big. His hamstrings can't handle all that muscle. There's a lot of hamstring on little short legs. Yeah. I'll there's say. A, as a little Oompa Loompa runs around, like there's the thinnest line. You can see just a tiny bit of flesh in between his like long shorts, or maybe they're just actually normal shorts, but his legs are so short, and they look long, and his socks. It's like they almost connect, but they just barely don't. People are definitely buying Shakiri. that is for sure. Right, He's well, one of the top midfielder transfers in. It doesn't surprise he's, me. He's way up there. Does it surprise you, Scott? No, but I think it's an, another week one overreaction. His ownership is up to 10% after. That sounds, after but that sounds about right. I think it's sure, probably low to start the year. That's overreaction, though. Unless he gets hurt. Unless he gets hurt to start the year, he's going to be in the lineup every single week. Yes, he, true. There he takes is free no, kicks. There is no overreaction because there seemed to have been no reaction to start with on Marco who still is owned about the same amount, even though he had five shots on goal, who? four shots on goal Brian, in the penalty area. Who do you think is a better start between Shakiri and Arnautovic? And Shakiri is a $1 billion cheaper than Arnautovic. Who's the better value? Question. Who's the, for the rest of the season? For the right next now. five weeks. I Moving like looking forward. at things like in, in five-week, four- to five-week periods. In the next five weeks... Until the end of September, who do you think is a better own between Shakiri and Arnautovic? I think Marco's the better own, but Shakiri can easily. I mean, I think if, if that's, I think that's a that's the tough call. It is a tough call because you're not. No one okay. is going to you're count get on him. Flash from Shakiri like yeah. he did this past week, but I think Marco's the better consistent player. Yeah, you're gonna. You'd more likely get Shakiri assisting Marco on a goal. Because even on the free kick, Marco was standing out there with him. Yeah. And the announcer in the moment said, "You'd expect Marco, this. You'd expect Marco to be taking this." And there runs up Shakiri and puts it right where it needs to go. I feel like after when they were kind of so the two of them were yeah. there for about three seconds before someone else got yes. there. I want. I want to know what Marco said to Shakiri at that. He he looks right. He looks down at him, like grabs his shoulders. And says something to him. Yeah, I wish I knew what he said. They have a they have a connection, those two. Yeah, like no no one else would have called Marco off that ball, right? I doubt it. No one else on that team is calling Marco off. Boyan. That ball. No, no, he's not. He's no, not he's not. No, no, right. So I mean, there obviously is 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 a a good relationship there, which is good for Stoke City. This what? is the uh, match that has my the, the subject of my f- honorary fantasy half point, uh, and uh, I want to. Is it good to Shea Given for being forty years old and no, playing a Premier League game? It is not good to Shea Given for being that old. Oh, okay. hmm. Let me start by reading a quote. He's a player who deserves every single thing. You can see from the outside. He's the perfect son, the perfect husband, the perfect everything. He's handsome too, so he has everything. If you can get your manager to say that, you deserve an extra half point in fantasy soccer. I'm, of course, talking about George Friend, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough's Aww. midfielder, George Friend. I why am... didn't he give him the... Why didn't he say he's the perfect friend? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's the perfect everything twice. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you had the opportunity there. Yeah. It's fun. So on the bottom of my page, last thing I wrote about this match. George Friend. George Friend, Middle, Middlesbrough captain defender yeah yeah 
I thought he looked good. What, he looked good. He, he did was look aggressive good. moving forward. And he's it just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Brian? Well, obviously he's the nicest guy. He sure. has everything. He's, he's the man of everything. <laughs> you want a Jack Butland update? Uh, I don't know, but I feel like George Friend being the nicest guy, Mister Everything, might be a segment upcoming. But tell me about Butland. <laughs> George Friend, perfect friend. Mister Perfect. Yeah, sure. There's probably some. I'm sure there's something. We can work on this. Right. Yeah, there's something here. Butland, per the Stoke Sentinel. Mark Hughes is ordering Jack Butlin to rest to be ready for their match against Tottenham on September 10th after the international break. So he's okay. So at the minimum, if you are like me, a Jack Butlin owner, and you're considering subbing him out for someone for some reason, that is when you would be at the earliest expecting to see him back. I feel like Jack Butlin, for as much, for as good as he plays when when he plays, doesn't play much. Yeah, he's getting hurt a lot. It's, it's so just saying. Concerning. Well, it'll help you. It'll help you whenever you're fully recovered from a broken ankle. Mm. Well, mm. it is convenient too that he'll be ready to go right after the international break. I, I mean, I'm not. That's that's Mark Hughes's call, but I think that's funny. Yeah. He's already saying no. You're not going to be healthy until after after England's done on the international break. Actually, the the even the full the the. It was telling him not to even think about taking over Joe Hart's place for England's in England. Don't goal. even think about it. Don't even consider it. Just don't even. Hmm. You go rest, young Jack. Interesting. Mm. Young Jack. Yeah. Southampton, one. Watford, one. One of our favorite signings, Nathan Redmond, getting a goal in his first match for the yeah. Saints. Etienne Capu scoring for Watford. Mm-hmm. Any Ben Watson owners out there? He got sent off about 11 minutes after he was subbed on. That's thanks n- to Shane Long's th- speech. There's a yeah, few guys. Oh, man. Shane few Long guys. Duncan Watmore and Ben Watson. Duncan Watmore for Watford and Ben Watson. Both gingers. <laughs> Both maybe. You're, you're looking like, for the Jack Colback replacement. I am. Totally, totally am. <laughs> Only one Jack Colback exists in this world. I get it. Yeah. I get it. We we retired that segment during the summer, Dave. I'm not ready to let it go. <laughs> Southampton dominated most of this match. Yeah, it was not. To the tune of 64% possession, yeah. six corners, 24 shots, six on target. And let me tell you, the Nathan Redmond, who's getting points, who's for getting midfielder. points from, for yeah. clean sheets as a midfielder, Yep. is playing striker and yep. getting opportunities yes, to score. He, he got lots of opportunities. You're and exactly he right. looked really good. He, he was very unlucky, as Snodgrass earlier was referenced. Redmond was very unlucky to not have at least two goals. Hmm. I wish I would have ranked Nathan Redmond higher. In as my, a striker in, or a in, midfielder? No, in my midfield ranking. Yeah. I like, felt like I put him higher than most other places that I saw and I wanted to put him. And I wanted you, to put him. Even you higher. you weren't high enough. Yeah. But, I wondered. I wondered for a while until he scored his goal, and I was seeing his opportunities go by. Not that he was necessarily being Cameron Jerome level wasteful, but you have a player who's playing a little bit out of position. He's playing in a new position up front, uh, alongside Shane Long. And I just wondered: Is he just going to? be that guy that misses more chances and is known for missing chances as opposed to the ones that he makes. Then he made a really nice goal, mm-hmm. and so he, he turned it around very quickly within the same match. But 
I still have that feeling about Nathan Redmond, but your point is really strong. He's one of those guys who is is mispositioned in fantasy soccer, specifically in PremierLeague.com fantasy soccer, because Southampton has changed it. They've changed him to a forward in their lineup. And so if he's going to get more opportunities like a forward will to score goals and get midfield-style points for those goals, that's worthy of consideration alone. His value is net worth, Brian. $6.0 billion. That's not a lot. Pounds. That is cheap. Especially for a midfielder. And I I tell you what, I'm kicking myself. is because I almost added him to my team, and I thought to myself, no, I don't want Shane Long and Redmond on my team. Yeah. I made a mistake. Well, for one match, maybe. Uh, You know, he definitely... Well, you're very possibly right. I I think Shane Long is going to have his opportunities, too. I don't doubt that. But... But the value of, you know, Long's not expensive either. He's just 6.5. But Redmond being able to get the midfield clean cheat points, Mm -hmm. that cannot be under, I mean, that can't be underrated. Long's not getting there. So on an average weekly basis, if you're, again, almost everyone's league is the score of the most points, then Redmond at 6.0 is a much higher value and and by year long will probably outscore Shane Long. I mean, if, they Long, play, if they play the same amount of games. Sure. Shane Long would have had a goal if Ben Watson hadn't taken him down uh, late on yeah, he when, was, when he got right carded. He, he still had to finish. I mean, he still had some more. Oh, he's to a do. great. He's, that, those are his kind of goals, though. He would have he would have finished that well. Uh, there's there's a 90% chance he scores that goal if if Ben Watson doesn't take him down. So in, in, in future matches, he will have his chances as well. Shane Long is still very. Nathan Redmond scored the goal in this one, but Shane Long is going to get his in the next five or six matches. You know who impressed me, Scott? Tadic. Tadic. Tadic is nasty. Another man of the match. That dude is nasty. Yeah, Tadic was good. I I feel like, Brian, I didn't see that guy last year. Like The the guy I saw this past weekend, I don't think I saw last year. He had flashes of it last year. Yeah, but not like this. This Uh, He was ridiculous. Yep. I feel like he's a – listen, he only scored two points in the match at 7.5 – Listen, he's only five point seven percent owned. Now is the time. He's gonna be he's gonna be better in real life than in this fantasy setup than PremierLeague.com's fantasy setup. I don't agree. I think Tadic is gonna be really good. In fantasy. He yeah. was really good in real life. I think life. he's gonna be good in real life. He I created think he's be good in fantasy. Created six chances, yeah. had four shots, two of them on goal. He had twenty five successful passes in the He would have third. scored if he wasn't against going going fighting against Aurelio Gomez. <laughs> Six Dude, saves sure. Gomez. Yeah. That dude. Eight saves Gomez. <laughs> that dude is crazy. Yeah, he is. He continues to have fantasy relevancy. Yeah, because he has Gomez is very, quite possibly, he might be the best goalkeeper. This sounds crazy because Premier League has some amazing goalkeepers. Don't poo-poo us, Scott. Gomez, who, who had this... Who, I think Gomez had the most saves last year of any goalkeeper. He just didn't have all the clean sheets that some of the other ones had. Julio sure. Gomez. Jorgelio. Jorgelio. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Listen, he was the second highest scoring yes, goalkeeper in fantasy. He had a lot match. of saves. That guy keeps Watford. He, like De Gea, kind of kept United up in the top four or five of the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Gomez is keeping Watford. Out of the out of relegation zone, he was that good. Dini with the assist, but Dini and Agallo combined for zero 
shots. Did I thought Dini and Igahalo? There I go again. Yeah. You're gonna do it again. Dini and Igahalo. Did they even play? I thought maybe they were benched nope. because they didn't they have a shot on goal. Forrester, the Southampton keeper, he had zero saves. Yes. Zero saves. That's yeah, annoying. Are what, you kidding me? Who are you yelling at right now? I'm yelling at you, Brian. <laughs> Watford <laughs> Watford had two corners, which means they were not pressing the ball up the field. Five shots, one on target. The one that went in from the rebound off the bar from Kapu. Watford plays home to Chelsea next week. That's probably not going to go well. Yeah, Gomez will get plenty of saves. Gomez yeah. might have a a uh, a 10 save. Yeah. Three goals against him. Three match. one final. Yeah. Dini with a goal at the end of the game. <laughs> you, you know what? This mark it down. I mean, I think that's an easy, easy one. And then Arsenal and West Ham to follow after that. A tough stretch here for Watford. Uh, Gomez was the he was tied for fourth among goalkeepers. He had four points this past week. Uh, not bad. And um, you know, he's he's right in there with your mid-level goalkeepers in terms of value. So yeah. Now's not the time to buy Gomez, though, with those next three matches. No. no. Chelsea, Arsenal, West Ham. Now's not the time. Excellent point. Excellent point. There will be a time when you buy Aurelio Gomez. I'm just saying for the next five weeks, he's going to be a better real-life player than fantasy play. Yeah, agreed. And it's unfortunate because if you do need a goalkeeper with Larissa's injury, if, because we don't know the extent mm-hmm. of it yet, Gomez is, he'd be a candidate at any other time, but not now. I agree. Burnley, nil. Swansea, one. Leroy Fair, with the who was good at the end of the season last season. Okay, but that's it. That's <laughs> okay, the most right. you can say about it. So he's been consistent at the end he's of good. last season and the beginning of this season. Yeah. It was an opportunistic goal. Yes, Lorente assisted. I think he's. I said you yeah, were you surprised. Ta- I thought you talked about him. You were surprised, and I said that he's going to settle in and he's going to be just fine. Can't say that I'm right about everything, Scott. I think he had a. He, he showed himself to be a valuable fantasy, mm-hmm. not even fantasy, but a valuable Premier League forward. I think he'll be fine. You want to know who out Gomez Gomez this week, Brian? Fabianski. And you were surprised I had him in my list. And or Tom Heaton. Bombianskas. Tom Heaton faced nine shots on target and saved eight of them. That's yeah, nice. That's good. Yeah. Fabianski. Uh, a useful, a useful uh, goalkeeper for sure. Fabianski only had three saves, but it looked like those saves were unreal. They were unreal. so nice. They were so, so nice. No, it's Same so true. thing with him, though. You, don't, you wouldn't want him right away. That you don't want him for their next game, which is home to Liverpool. No, you don't want that. Um, Shut up, Scott. <laughs> Fabianski gets you three saves and a clean sheet. Gilfie started on the bench, but came in in the 62nd minute. There was a lot of guys, one manager in particular that I'm very familiar with, Arsene Wenger, was criticized for not playing certain guys. Um, this is a really hard, resting them. This is a hard but week for fans. Hyatt rested. Sigurdsson didn't Ashley play. Williams. Yep. There was a ton of guys who were, in quotes, rested from... John Flanagan on Burnley's bench. Yep. yep. This, was a, uh, this was a hard week for fantasy soccer. Some of these names that scored these goals are familiar and and put up good points, and it was predictable. But some there's a lot of key guys that were off. Gray for Burnley. We don't need to spend long in this match. Gray no. for Burnley. Looked really good. Promising. Sam Vokes, if you have him in your lineup, 
he had some amazing good chances of Fabianski. Fabianski robbed Gray and Vokes of excellent shots. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, most days they probably beat beat most keepers. Burnley, like Middlesbrough, was a ton of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. They made the game extremely exciting. In a game that, on the surface, you would think Burnley and Swansea, not a fun game to watch. In a 1-0 game... This game was a ton of fun to watch. It was end-to-end action. I'm so glad you said that, Dave, because we can contrast that with our next match. Crystal Palace, nil. Yeah. West Brom, one. Oh, Same wrong. result. You're wrong. Same result. Very different type of match to watch. So you couldn't be more true. Salomon Rondon with the only Yeah, goal. of course he did. Clean sheet for West Brom. I feel West like, Brian, this is, this is what we see every single Week. Rondon's going to score. With West Brom. Ron, Rondon is going to score 10 to 13 times this season, and they're all going to be exactly like that in a 1 0 victory because West Brom has scored 53 goals in 56 games under Tony Pulis. That sounds like Tony Pulis. That's one Tony goal almost her patch. <laughs> but I'll bet a lot of those were Salomon Rondon. Yep, you're right. I expected more from Palace. Maybe maybe because Belasi wasn't out there. Maybe because they... they I, I don't know, man. They need I, something I, more I felt, than Connor Wickham. I Wickin. felt bad for Townsend. A little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because we, we like Andros Townsend. Everybody likes Andros. And he's good. He's really good. Yeah. And I felt like the move to Palace was really good for him. Wasn't Andros, wasn't that one of the, wasn't that a name somehow related to the video game Star Fox? We can, we can get stats on that. We can get, we can get information No, I can't contribute to that. We'll have to check that. Yeah. Um, Stat boy. Per Mark Scott, BBC commentator in match, uh, West Brom had four away wins last season. They had four wins away last season. Guess the final score of all of them. It's amazing. <laughs> one nothing every time, right? Oh, it's yeah. pretty remarkable. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, Gareth McCauley put up good points in large part because of the clean sheet. Uh, you know, we've talked about Craig Dawson in the past being someone who, if uh, just on the value of the team defense alone, mm-hmm. he he brings he he's going to have fantasy value. Um, McCauley, I'm looking at it, tied for third among defenders. McCauley, Jonas Olson and yeah. Craig Dawson were all in the top ten list yeah. for defenders. And Foster. Foster. And Ben Foster was the top-scoring goalkeeper. Listen, Ben Foster. We've said this before. Maybe we haven't said it heavy enough. And this is the only good thing we're going to say about this game, and then we're going to move on. Sure. But the West Brom defenders and goalkeeper for points for value are absolutely probably the best value you can have out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. for defenders on your team because Lord knows if they get scored on, it's only going to be one goal. And oftentimes they're going to have zero. Mm-hmm. They're going to win one nothing or have 0-0 zero, zero games. So – Foster, which I started, I have him in check as my goalkeepers. It's no surprise. Probably many people started Foster. Um, But he's going to be a great start most weeks. Can I say say exactly what you're saying, but in a different way? Sure. Everyone needs a token baggy. No, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. You should at least have one token baggy defender, maybe two. Yeah. Maybe two on your team. I'm not going to fault you. Depending on who they play. Yeah. When they're playing. I know, but even if they play tough teams... People, yeah, the, not the big goals. teams don't like to play at West Brom. So I mean, that's right. You know, that's right. You want your ominous stat of the week? Sure. You, can you get this some kind of like a, 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 a 
Oh, I'll make it dramatic. Take get sure. like a uh, part of the, like uh, in Thriller when uh, Vincent Price laughs at the end or something. Okay, all right. Uh, per four four two stat zone, such an awesome site. Last two teams that lost the FA Cup, the finalists that lost. Yeah, sure. Were relegated. Hmm. Paul. Aston Villa. Weird. <laughs> Listen, if Palace... There's a thunder and lightning. I'm sorry that I interrupted that. You were still doing your sound effects. I had no idea. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The end whenever no, it's probably yeah, last at the end of the like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty... That that, is that's ominous. not good news, especially considering the 2016 form of Crystal Palace. <laughs> the way the Palace well, we we liked some of the business that they, they had done, specifically Andrews Townsend during the summer. They've got more to do, especially up front. They're going to sign Christian Benteke, which so it's just if that happens, they're going to look like a much different team. They're going to sign Christian Benteke, and, or, and that's or, a good thing. Or Berahino. But no, Berahino's staying at West Brom. I think it, you that think? seems pretty certain at this point, and and so. I, I think he stays. Benteke is their best option to bring in right now. And uh, and that would change things. That would definitely change things. But Belassi being out hurts them. Can I say this? Mm-hmm. Barahino. Well, first of all, Belassi, which, listen, our sources already told us that he was going to Everton. Right he officially done. is now an Everton player. We knew this last week because our sources are that good. Mm-hmm. Listen, Barahino, Brian. Yeah. Why is he so sought after? Because you want to know something? How many goals has he had in his last 24 games? It's a, this, a, this is a... I'll give you a hint. I'm holding up how many fingers, Brian. I don't know. I, it looks like just one. Just one. One goal. 24 <sighs> matches. Yeah. yeah well, why did you lift just your ring finger? That's a weird... No, that would have been in reference... That would have been in reference to, like, Leicester City or something. No, like I, most people would just lift an index finger to indicate one, but sure. you lifted your ring finger. I feel like that's weird. Well, yeah. we're not on a video pod yet, so that will come soon enough. You know, it has. You know, it has one nil written all over it. What's that, Brian? West Brom Everton. <laughs> Is that next week? Yeah, it's next week. I think we already said that. It doesn't matter. I want to say it again. West Brom plays Everton. Yeah, because at home West Brom's week. playing at home. Yeah. 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 It could be nil nil. You might get you might get two there. What's next? Now we're getting into the big matches. Manchester City two, Sunderland one. Sergio Aguero predictably getting a goal early. Jermaine Defoe canceling it out for Sunderland, but Patty McNair with an own goal late to give City the win. I got a lot in this game. Okay, the stats. Oh man, the stats! G- give me some stats, quick, uh-huh. Brian. Before well, I give just you some the opinion. just the basic stats of possession: seventy-seven to twenty-three. Yeah, so crazy. Passing completed passes: five eighty-four to one hundred one. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Attacking third passes: two sixteen to sixty-one. But you know what's amazing is, in my opinion, City got lucky and did not. Did you see Pep's face? Yes, they did. Do you see the panic face? Hey, welcome to the league, Pep, because you barely beat Sunderland and you got lucky, and he knows it. And this he is going to be seventeenth place Sunderland again this year. I mean, this hey, is not. Hey, Pep, guess what? You weren't playing Levante. <laughs> oh, you are so hey, mean. Pep, you weren't playing Hoffenheim eighty nine. Why do? <laughs> it's such a good team. <laughs> 
It's not it's also be a really good restaurant. <laughs> not even. Hey, hey, Pep, you weren't playing Wiener Schnitzel. Listen, the beer selection at Hoffenheim '89 is to die for. <laughs> City now winners over their last five versus Sunderland. Well, That's no. not a huge can't, surprise. Sunderland. A lot of teams say that. Yeah, Sunderland are now O two and eleven at Manchester. All right, all right. Look, I'm just. I just want to say it. Listen, it's worth it no, to say. There's, there's a definite thing now called Pep Face. And I'm excited to see more of it. <laughs> like, yeah, it looked like, oops, I crapped my pants. I'm surprised he didn't. When he was, when after after the Defoe goal and the 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 panicked water bottle sipping, I'm yeah. surprised he didn't drop the water bottle. Yeah. Listen, he realized how fragile. Listen, this is what, this is what happens in the Premier League on a weekly basis. We yep. know this. Yep. Listen, did you see Conti? In the in the the Chelsea game, which we'll get to, oh my gosh, he the, listen. And granted, it was a last second goal, but he realizes, I think, kind of the same thing. And West Ham's a good team. Okay, yeah, let's not yeah, take yeah. anything away from that. That's an exciting match. But I'm just these managers coming in, and Jose has been in the league for years, so he knows what to expect. But this is Pep's first taste of the Premier League, and he was playing at home. If that game's at Sunderland. Maybe City doesn't get that lucky that luckiness, and so I'm just Crazy. listen. They they dominated on the stats, but you know what that didn't mean? They didn't dominate the game. Right? Does that make sense? Yep. Which, which which is crazy. No, it's good. Do you like Jesus Navas getting credited with the assist on the Patty That's such a joke. He is he is one of the biggest joke players in the Premier League. I mean, yeah, City I know you said that a lot last year. Listen, Sterling. Hey, you know what, Scott? Yes. Raheem Sterling, still horrible. <laughs> I don't had, know. I thought pace. he was. I thought he was good. He had pace. He's always had that. The final third he can still suck. He drew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got the penalty. Yeah, he drew the penalty that led to the first that goal. Was soft. I mean, it, I don't know if it was soft. It was I typical. Pro- I Raheem probably would have given it too. But in the replay show, it was like no. It was vintage Raheem Sterling. He's great at being able to leave the ball behind and then cut back and f- like basically force the defender into hey, giving up that penalty. Listen. City was missing some players, all right? Yeah. I don't know where where Leroy Sané is going to fit in. I don't know where Gundogan is going to fit in. But I think they'll both probably improve the team, right? But let me tell you, Sunderland wasn't starting Kazri. They weren't starting Jermaine Lenz. Lons. Is that, how, how should we say that, Brian? Lons. Sure, I like Lenz. Wow. I mean, those are some surprising non-starts for, yeah. uh, for Sunderland. You know who Sunderland did start, Scott? No. Lyndon Gooch. Ah, yes. You know Lyndon who Lyndon Gooch, Gooch was? Who, who L- Lyndon Gooch is? Because <laughs> he hasn't lost it yet. Yeah, Listen, he's, he's a twenty. Mostly hey, the same guy. He's guess. a twenty-year-old, five-foot-eight midfielder from Sunderland's. He's been part of the Sunderland program. Oh, by the way, most important thing, he's American. Huh. God, I've never. Have you ever seen him on the national team, Brian? I ain't. Have you ever seen him on the national team, Scott? Yet he's playing Premier League soccer. No. But that's my answer to your question. Okay, all right. Yeah. Listen, he's been part of Sunderland's. Listen, that's kudos cool. to Sunderland. Yeah, he's been a part of their Sunderland youth program since under sixteen. Scott, cool. let him finish. He played Wait. last year, <laughs> Scott, for the Doncaster Rovers, of course. Oh yes. And he makes his first Premier League start. Good for him. He did excellent. Good. I'm not adding him in fantasy. No, 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 no. But Lyndon Gooch, American, carrying the American flag for. Sunderland, as Yedlin lost it. Hmm. Interesting. Good. Yedlin's still a spur. I don't think he'll. Good stuff. I don't think Yedlin will. Yeah, he's, he's going to Spurs. Yeah. Well, maybe just on loan, but he's definitely not playing for Tottenham. 
I agree. He might go back to Sunderland. They, City they goes, need him. City goes to Stoke next week. Listen, uh, more Sunderland talk than, than, than oh, we Oh, yeah, we you should, wanted to do that. Yeah, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. Van Anholt. <laughs> Van Anholt, yeah. which a lot of people like as a defender. I like him. I don't. I'll tell you not why I like him yeah. as a defender. Not this year. I still go like ahead. him as a defender. He takes free kicks and he takes corners. Okay. He's going to get assists and he, even, he might even sneak in a couple free kick goals. Okay. A lot of defenders, you're not going to get take free kicks in corners. Right. And he likes to get upfield. So I still think he has value now. Again, as your credit and why, where you're leaning this way, is he's not going to get many clean sheets. Oh, right? no. Oh, no. If any. Right. You're, so. But you're not going to get many people better for $5. No. Who are, that, who are that attacking? Brian, did you like Jermaine Defoe's new haircut? Uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was better than uh, Raheem Sterling's. Yes, is Jermaine Defoe one of the best values at striker? Yeah, by far. Seven billion pounds. Yeah, he's gonna score. Yeah, I he's agree. their only option to score. Listen, he had like one chance and he scored. Yep. It, listen, he's in the announcers to their credit, and I, forgive me, I don't remember their names. Uh, they also pronounced all the names properly. Probably why I don't remember their names. Listen, they made the, the point <laughs> that he is so good at like. Like, Defoe doesn't really get to the corners much. He stays in the middle of the field. He stays on the shoulders of the defenders and runs the middle channels maybe better than almost anyone in the Premier League. And that's how he scored his goal. I mean, he's he does an excellent job with it. It's sexy when you talk soccer like that. You love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bournemouth, one. Manchester United, three. Now we get to what really matters. You've been waiting all show for this, Brian. For the cherries, the goal from Adam Smith. Why do you want to talk cherries? Why do you want to talk up the cherries so much, Brian? For United. I want to talk about uh, Louis Graban's assist. Wow. Graban. And so I think feel like that's Lewis the I feel like that's the talking point of this match. Grabbed an assist in this one. Oh, look at yes. you, Scott. United, Juan Mata, <laughs> Wayne Rooney, and Zlatan with Listen, the goals. If you're Fran if you're Francis for, for Bournemouth. Yeah, you learned how hard Zlatan's head was. I wanted to. Match. I wanted oh, to man. correct Scott. I, I said Bournemouth on purpose, hoping for a Scott correction. Bournemouth is the right way. I thought you wanted Bournemouth. No, I don't want oh, Bournemouth. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I want to say it um, right. I'll have make sure I say it incorrectly <laughs> next time. <laughs> Listen, Francis for Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Oh, okay. um, not only it's very difficult. Tip. It's not difficult. It's easy sometimes to, to like really screw up at the back and give an offensive player a chance to score. You know what's really difficult? It's screwing up twice in a matter of five seconds to give an offensive player a chance to score, as Francis did with Juan Mata. Not only did he give a soft back pass, but then <laughs> he had a chance to clear it. it. He shinned it back to Mata, and then Mata tapped it in. I embarrassing. Embarrassing. Very embarrassing. No Mata's goal it. only slightly less lucky than Ross Barkley's goal. At least Barkley kicked it into an area of like indecision. It was too far out for the goalkeeper to come get it. The goalkeeper was thinking someone was going to touch it, yet no one touched it as guys were running in. Mm -hmm. The Mata goal was just defensive stupidity. Twice. Twice, which yeah. is so hard to do. <laughs> Same result from 89 days ago. 3-1. That's weird. That's kind of weird. Yeah. The last time they played was 3-1? Louis Van Gaal. You remember him? What? Uh, I missed his Masochisma? 
I can't. I can, no, I'm never as good as you. Yeah, two. we always miss that. Oh yeah. So wait, they wait, had played what miss? What do we miss? I missed it. What we missed LBG was LBG loves Mata too. What, yeah. What tells we him missed to get naked was or something. Well, what we missed. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's true. No, he just said no, what that. Did he tell no, me? he said that he talked. He that was the that was the press conference where he yeah. said that they are they t- he was telling them to, to be to get horny. Yeah, horny. That's right. That's Which he meant. I think he just meant Which aggressive. Maybe but because he's a sure. weirdo, he yeah. he said it. And it, it had weird <laughs> sexual connotation. Everything had a sexual connotation with Louis Van Gogh. That's yeah. true. Uh, Dave, well, just go ahead. Just talk. Say it. Just say what. Say I was what just you trying to say. see how long we could say go what you want to say. About say what you want to say. I feel like there's. I feel like there's. Is there something... anything else to talk about? Yes. Oh Zlatan? yes. Yeah. Well, there's something else that's peripheral to Zlatan that needs to be discussed. All but right, you want to go hear... ahead. Say it, Dave. I want you to. Zlatan had 51 passes. 90 percent completion percentage. That's a lot on of his, touches and passes for passes. a striker. But I want to say this about Zlatan. Yeah. When he went careening after that header. Yes. Good call. If hey. he does that. Your 34-year-old body is only so immortal, Zlatan. That is not going to that is not going to <laughs> That's last a good very point. long. That's a really good point. You know what though, Ryan? He was did, did he you see was the Bournemouth defenders like go like it's almost like they shattered from the greatness of Zlatan as he they did seem to melt. Them. They melted in this match. There was no stable defense for Burnman. If you're a United oh fan, goodness, if you're a United fan, you tricked you him. You tricked him into me. saying it wrong. Bournemouth. <laughs> Bournemouth. Gosh. Gosh. I love it. I love it. Listen, if you're a United fan, you are going to love the partnership that Rooney and Zlatan had in this game. It did look good. They looked really good. And you know what, Scott? Yeah. Your credit. Mm-hmm. Mentioning My, wait, Martial, what? yes. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Was I not high enough? I was not high enough on him, Brian. You both were higher on him than yes. me in the ranking. That's the peripheral person that needs to be. <laughs> that guy was unreal. In fact, yeah. Scott, he should. He, I think, I can't remember if you had him in the top ten. He did. He had him at number. If four, I could re-rank, David, I, he's right. He's right. If I could re-rank, I would have him in the top ten. He was that good. He I did not as, to feel this good talking about Manchester as, United. As Premier League.com <laughs> uh, fantasy analysts mentioned prior to the season, if Martial, who scored 11 goals last season, right. re- does even a repeat, yeah. he gets an extra point for every goal that he scores, and he would have gotten extra points for every clean sheet. To, to make him, to give him midfielder scoring... I don't know how it's he's not a, like the most high owned. An, You're right, an essential midfield own. Yeah, yeah, it, it, he would absolutely be worth. I might even have do what you want. If with I your can own take team. a neg, if I can take a negative transfer right now, like in other words, if you ask me, Dave, would you rather have Martial going forward or Mares? Martial, hundred percent. Martial, I know, and I'm going to have to make the decision. I might take a minus four points this week just to do it. Yeah, I already made one transfer, but yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, so. Uh, let, let's get into Zlatan. I mean, have we got into him enough, Brian? Scott? I think so. He's a Zlatan hater. First game goal. First game goal. He's not going to play 38 games, though. Okay. Brian's right. I Listen, it not is a bad he's start doing for me. that. It's a bad I agree. start for me. But, I, uh, I don't know if you can know, if you know this. He's on pace for 38 <laughs> goals. <laughs> Brian, that would be a record. He, he is going... If he's... 
he's going to I score. Agree. He's going to score twenty something. He's. I agree. He will score twenty goals. I'm not panicking. The great yet. thing is, Brian, my over under is only thirteen or twelve. I'm not twelve. My, I'm not panicking. I'm over yet. twelve. Scott's twelve and under. Um, so. I I wanted to be higher on Luke Shaw, but I feel like he was good, but he's owned a lot. That's the only other thing. Nineteen point eight percent ownership. He won the ball back eleven times. I thought that was a good stat for Luke Shaw. Yeah. He was a that he was good. It just makes me think though that Antonio Valencia. Or now that Chris Smalling is going to be back after his yeah. suspension, who are both owned uh, Valencia nine point six, Chris Smalling only one point six percent owned, which I feel like is strange. I know no one was playing him in the this first week, game. That's right. Wait, it's not going to go up that much, right? In a week, right? I no. just feel like he's. I feel like that both of those guys. Are, United are really still important. looking to make a couple of signings at center back, though, so, or at least one, which could have an impact on Chris Smalling's effect. I, you know, well, you the, haven't the heard qu- a lot about him this summer. Well, the question was about whether who 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 loses out between Blind and um, yeah. Valencia. Well, no, Valencia. no, Valencia's in. It was uh, there was somebody Luke else. Shaw? No, no, no. Oh, you talking about not Luke on the Shaw. bench? Yeah, there was somebody else that played this week that. It was uh, who's gonna bump out? It's not. It's not. Smalling. It's not Bailly. Yes, that was the other one. Yes, I, I would be surprised if he bows out. I bet. I feel uh, like he, he's young. I don't know. I know, but he was one of Mourinho's big. And big he signings. did not do poorly. No, right. but that's the. But that's it. That Smalling's coming back, yeah. and that Smalling was only out because right. he was suspended. I think Mata's going to move before the transfer window, just because he scored a kind of a luck goal. You think Mourinho is just yeah. increasing his value? Yeah. Well, Lingard's got when Lingard comes back. Yeah. Too. That was the that Lin- was the listen, other question. Lingard, is, Mata move out when Lingard. <laughs> Lingard, and Yeah. Listen, the, let's start play. I know. That's well, crazy. he came on. He came on as a sub. But Mkhitaryan, one of the most subbed out. That's what I mean. Players didn't start. Listen, I'm not selling Mkhitaryan yet. No, no not no, at all. No. I have him and I own him and. There's going to be a place continue, for him. Continue to hold him, hold on to him. Anything else? Pogba. Nope. That's it. Pogba's coming back next week, so we'll see how that affects oh, things. This is yeah. an unbelievable team. It is really good. It's it hurts me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, next? Next match. Arsenal three, Liverpool four. Nothing to see here, Scott. Let's Nothing move to along. See. Well, let's talk about the goal scorers: Theo, Ox. Callum Chambers for Arsenal. There's only three there, though. Yeah, Coutinho with a brace, Adam Lallana, Sadio Mane. Stupid Coutinho. I know, right? I didn't go anywhere near him I to start the it. year, and he scores two. That's a little frustrating, but, uh, I mean, just well, from a fantasy perspective. We, but we talked about this, right? Yeah. We said, and have been saying this, that the the midfielders for Liverpool are all good. Yep. Firmino, Coutinho... Mane, Wijnaldum, who do you play? It's like it's like roulette. Who who's it going to land on this week? You know, was this Firmino's off week, and then he's going to Firmino's going to get a brace next week? Yeah, that could very possibly happen. Firmino looked really good. Yes, actually. he did. Lucky, unlucky to not score. I agree. Four shots on goal, three in the penalty area. You want an amazing stat from last season? Been waiting for it. Only Riyad Mahrez averaged more fantasy points over the course of the season last year than Roberto Firmino. Yeah. That's the only, the, like, thinking back on his season, Yeah, where he didn't play much in the first, I don't know, eight matches. Right. Most of I, the, most yeah. of the Braj. Yeah. 
most of the time at the beginning. Yeah, when Braj was there, sure. But then... <laughs> Brendan Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Braj. I don't know. I, I have no right That's what I said, him. Braj. <laughs> no, but while he was there, he didn't play. He just, he didn't play much. Yeah. But when he finally, when he clopped in, he was in. Yeah. I like that. I do, too. In. Clopped in. Hey, listen, real quick. I have, uh, is this pertains to this this you're gonna arsenal moment. moment us no no negative oh i have brother matt's stat of the day ah. and now it's time for brother matt's stat of the day brother matt's stat of the day philippe coutinho has scored five goals from outside the box since the start of 15 16 more than anyone in the premier league hmm. Not surprising. He has that move where he's on the left side and he cuts into the right and shoots. And Scott's always like, "How come no one ever stops that no move?" No one ever. Because that's that a move. good move. <laughs> no one can ever stop it. If I'm defending Coutinho, I'm always playing on his right foot. Listen, what's not? He scored a free kick right before half. Mm-hmm. It was nice. That really nice free kick. We'll get to that. He minute. said was the best free kick he's ever taken. It was so perfect. Yeah. You can't kick a better ball than that. It was unreal, annoyingly unreal. Yeah, yeah. change the change the complexion of the match going into halftime, which then led to the second. It half almost it almost knocked checks concussion hat off. Arsenal owned the first half. Yes, completely owned it. Liverpool, like their their defense that everyone was talking about, looked eh, okay, but Liverpool didn't have any really great chances to score. Arsenal was dominating possession. They were kind of they owned the first half until the last second, literally probably like the last kick mm-hmm. of the first half. Yeah. Coutinho's mm-hmm. kick, which scored and leveled one one. And then they came out in the second half and uh, in a flurry, a goal explosion of three. No doubt. Man. Early in the second, half. I have a feeling this is going to be Liverpool's in nine minutes. Story. Within nine minutes into the second half, it was they three one. I have I have a feeling it's going to be this way. Where Liverpool's going to score a flurry of wipe, goals. Wipe the smirk off your face, Scott. And then they're going to hold on. It's annoying. The other 80 minutes of the match. Wipe, wipe the smirk off your face. Uh, you know, it's a good start to the season for Liverpool. Um, Listen, Dave, are you going to Arsenal moment us? Yes. Can you do it without using the word panic? Or 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 F, starting with F or S. Yes. This is a curse-less moment. Mm, really? But it probably should have some. <laughs> Dear Arsenal, it started off so good. It was a beautiful day. Birds were chirping, sun was shining, and the breeze of optimism cooled the nerves. Opening day against Liverpool doesn't get much bigger than that. It all started so well. We were owning possession. We were getting a few shots. Our young defenders were, in quotes, holding their own Um, you guys like what i did there right no all until (laughs) right before halftime philippe coutinho that tiny brazilian took a needle and popped the balloon the fragile balloon that wenger had inflated from there all hope was lost the disguised defense was unmasked the game would soon be over a feeling that is just all too familiar mm. did the balloon have the breeze of optimism in it <laughs> yes and it all went out the window Brian. <laughs> okay it got popped you call him tiny brazilian i call him little magician either way it was the same result 
Um, wow. That was as, just as dark as I was expecting it to mm, be. Maybe it wasn't dark enough. <laughs> do you really feel like it's that bad? I think the I Arsenal's mean, fine. I think they'll be fine. They do need a center back. I Listen, listen. in hindsight... Koscielny's back next week. Trying to find the silver lining. Probably. Is, trying to find the silver lining is this. So, I think it was good that they lost. Uh, it, obviously, I wanted them to win. But I also want them to sign a flipping center back. Okay, Finish paying Mustafi the, the the number. You've already agreed to personal terms. Pay the Wenger is obsessed with value and in in like they have remember those the the beds of money like they literally stack like Wenger yeah. sleeps on a stack of money. Right. Just let go of some of it. Who cares if Mustafi doesn't live up to the value or Valencia wants more than you think he's worth? Just pay it. You need him worse than they do. And it's driving me bananas. So anyways, I think it's good. I wanted them to win horribly bad. But if they wouldn't have won, then Wenger thinks he can get by another week with Rob Holding and Chambers, who are not good enough yet, and or maybe never, I don't know, to play in the Premier League on a consistent basis and win, especially against a Liverpool attack that is maybe the best all-around attack in the league. So, man... On some level, I'm kind of glad it happened. Why is Walcott taking PKs? Stupid. Stupid. The second he stepped up there, I'm like, what the frick is going on? That's horrible. When, does, when does Urzel come back? When does... I hope next week or soon. Listen, it I, it was obvious that they missed him. Obvious that they missed Are him. Are you Probably buying Sandy Cazorla? No. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, what? yeah. I was Scott. thinking about it. Listen, he had two assists. He looked really good. Chambers... Zola and Chambers. Now listen, the one good thing that Arsenal has going for them, and, and then we need to be done with this, yeah. is they have a lot of players who can start. They had players in this game. Joel Campbell, he didn't even make the the twenty three man roster or the eighteen man roster. Where was Giroud? Well, Giroud was was out and, and injured. Chamberlain and Ox or, or Oxley Chamberlain and Cazorla easily could have started. Um, Jaka could have started. Their three subs could have started. Mm-hmm. They didn't. So right now they don't have a whole lot of injuries. But I mean, good, good grief, Ramsey already tweaked the hammy. Um, so those things are going to happen. They That's do have some, they do good. have some midfield depth. And uh, Ozil coming back. I mean, he's arguably their best assist man. He had a great start to the year last year. I imagine him coming back, and I think they'll be fine in the long run. But they got to do something defensively. They ju- they just do. On Monday, Arsene Wenger said that Arsenal could still be without Olivier Giroud, Mesut Ozil, and Laurent Korscielny for the trip to Champions Leicester next weekend. Hmm. And honestly, you know, people were criticizing him for keeping them out after they advanced so far in the Euros, but Aaron Ramsey went just as far. He was in the lineup. He got hurt. Yeah. And honestly, Ramsey's injury might make Wenger think twice before he plays any of those other three guys. Um, listen, again, I don't think I think Koscielny hurts the worst. But definitely, given what you have yeah. in in his place, right. no doubt. Right. So I don't know. I mean, they're going to score goals. So if you can pick the goal scorers on Arsenal's uh, uh, squad, then you're going to see some good fantasy scores right. coming. Ryan, out of this. To, if Ozil doesn't play, which it sounds like he won't, and Cazorla will be playing in that attacking midfield role, mm-hmm. he had two assists. He's worth a start, hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, look good. Chelsea two, West Ham. One, the goals from Eden Hazard and Diego Costa 
Wait, was this 2013, 2014 Chelsea's all back. over again? All the Chelsea fans who were so silent last year and they quit watching because they didn't want to watch their team finish in the 14th place where they seemed to live all last year. Hmm. All the Chelsea fans, you can hear them again now, Scott. They're getting loud. Oh, good. They're getting loud like Leicester fans. The world was a better place when Chelsea fans were silent. Oh, I agree. But let me tell you, Hazard, Hazard looks like he's back a little bit. I'm buying it. Costa, this is interesting. Uh, the next week and a half for Chelsea, next two weeks for Chelsea, for me, are going to be really interesting. Yeah. Because Costa's good, right? And I don't know. There's all these rumors about Lukaku coming in, and then they want to wait till they get Lukaku before they you sell mean evil. Costa. You said evil. Wrong. Seriously. <laughs> so, it's, uh, listen, I'm really going to be interested to see what develops here. Costa was good, man. Yeah. For, and listen, for fantasy have- purposes... Hazard and Costa, in my opinion, are great owns in fantasy. Great owns. Should Diego Costa have been on the field when he scored? In reference to what? From when he studs up, tackled, leg sweeped Adrian and was not sent off. It seemed to be pretty. If he wouldn't have had a yellow, he would have had a. He, that would have been a yellow. And I think you're right, Brian. I think he probably should have been sent off. He shouldn't have been there. And that's why and that's why I think most fans are okay with the club selling him because he does those stupid things and puts the club in jeopardy. Because if he gets red carded there, they they obviously they don't win that game. I mean and it took that was what in the eighty ninth minute it was he late. scored that. Assisted so, by Mishi. Mishi. Yeah. Who yep. came on as a sub? A respectable mm-hmm. four points off the bench for Batshuayi. Yeah, it's not not bad at all. Uh, listen, this is the game without Payet. Andre Ayu, their newest signing, Brian, mm-hmm. went down. Brian, wow. how did you feel? So how did you early. feel, Brian, watching your your hammers for the first time this year? I felt like they didn't do a whole lot. They just seemed they just seemed like what are they not. waiting on? What are they They're waiting just waiting on? on everybody? They're waiting on. They're waiting on Aaron Cresswell to come back. They can't do this without. Do you Aaron think the Cresswell. team looked this? Do you think the hammers no, looked just, bad because they just of Cresswell? Out, they just looked out of sync. Mm-hmm. Because Pyatt wasn't out there. Pyatt didn't play for a long time. You can't lose. I mean, hopefully, Ayu's not out long. Right. Uh, I mean, you just you just didn't have everybody out there. Plus, new signings. I mean, I just feel like it's going to yeah. take them. It's going to take them a bit. Faguli, Faguli, Scott. How do you? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no, I'm not pronouncing that no, name. No, that's about right. Hey, you're close. Yeah. Um, where was he? He was hurt. What happened? I mean, he had a knock. You had you had highly he had an injury. highly ranked him. He had an injury, and uh, and I do still highly rank him. I'm not removing him from my bench. Uh, I still have him up there. I think when he's healthy, he'll be he'll be just fine. Uh, you know, it just might take a little bit of time. Maybe it's a couple weeks early on his him, his cost is five point five billion pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who else is that? It's Snodgrass. Mm, well, that's okay. that's the change that I made this past week in our in our our buys and sells. I was buying Snodgrass and selling Faguli. I think you know, like you said, I think if you're West Ham, and I also will be selling Aaron Ramsey. Sure, sure. Because, just because of, for injury's injury sake, I, yeah, I'm getting someone else in. I think if you're West Ham, you see that you barely lost this. You lost this match late to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge with a depleted roster. It's something where I think you can take you can take comfort in knowing that we came close when we were at less than full strength, 
And uh, when they get these guys back, you know, Pyatt was a big hit to, I think, a lot of fantasy lineups. He was to mine yeah. here. You know, when he comes back, it's going to be a different, different club. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine. I think West Ham's going to be fine. But yeah. you're right. The story, there's two stories at Chelsea. It's Eden Hazard. How good is he? I mean, after one week, he's pretty good. He is in good. In fantasy, especially. And then, well, what happens at forward? I don't know. It's going to be, it's yeah. going to be very interesting. All right. Well, it is that time. We are done with the matches. So let's go into our buy sell of the week. Dave, you already gave us. I already, yours, yeah, I already I cheated. I jumped the gun a little bit. All That's right. all right. Brian, what do you got? Who are you selling and who are you replacing I, him with? Well, I don't, I don't own him in fantasy Premier League. I do in the draft fantasy uh, lineup that we have. But I think based on, I mean, I, I ranked him high. Uh, Sesk, I think just based on, uh, I mean, the fact that he didn't play, that he had the trans, he had the he had the penny on. He was he was warming up and he didn't come in. And Antonio Conte saying afterwards that he basically was uh, that he was really happy with Sesk's attitude mm. for not playing, and they saying that anyone on the team needs to be ready to not play. That this is basically my coaching decision. I mean, that's not exactly an, an endorsement. No, it's not, and I don't think he's going to say that about Willian. And he's definitely not going to say that about sorry, sorry, Aiden Hazard. I'm not going to. You're not making my starting eleven. It's a tactical decision. Oscar, it's just not going to happen. Oscar took his place, and uh-huh. so did N'Golo Conte. Yeah, and I and I I just don't. I feel like there's other options that are more playable immediately. I was surprised not to see Fabregas in the lineup. Yeah, Scott, your buys or so that was your that's your sell, uh, Brian. Your buy. I could also sell Christian Fuchs. Yeah. Okay. Here you go again. June two for one, man. Uh, I'm buying. Buying and selling so many guys. Uh, I'm buying if if uh, I'm buying. I didn't own him yet, but I, I guess I'm buying Marco. Okay. What? I'm buying Marco this week. I didn't own Marco? him. I didn't. I, I didn't own him because it was just because he was injured. It wasn't a hundred. Like it wasn't a sure. Okay. A sure uh, bet. Right. I'll let you off the hook That's there, fair. but you better yeah. own him next week. Yeah, yeah. Scott, uh, I am selling Divac Origi. If Sturridge is hurt and you're still not starting because yeah, Firmino's ahead so of you weird. in the pecking I would have started him, though. Up front, so then weird. Uh, I'm a little concerned about that. He did come off the bench, uh, but uh, I think um, Jermaine Defoe is a better better. He's a good buy. He's an excellent buy. There, buy. So, uh, that's my buy sell. All right, rock on. One, one week down, plenty of weeks to go. Amazing. What a great week. And if this is just the beginning, it is going to be such a fun season. Absolutely. Just right. amazing. All right. Well, listen, thank you for putting up with us today. We great to have Brian back yeah. with us. We hope that never happens again. And uh, listen, check your lineups. Make sure that your guys are playing next week. And uh, Let's hope so. as we are all preparing, listen, it's going to be fun. There's some games, some uh, Champions League games tomorrow, some uh, qualifiers. Uh, won't exactly apply to our Premier League. But yeah, listen, soccer's back. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. Listen, uh, for uh, for Scott, for Brian, uh, until next time.